Hello. I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. <laughs> and we are... I, I wanna, wanna wear your skin! skin! Hi. Hello. I paused because I was nervous that we were gonna fuck it up and then that kind of fucked it up. I... Honestly, I mean, it was fine. But. It was totally fine, and I was—I literally, in my head the whole time, I was like, "Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Don't, don't." Okay. Hi, I'm Kayla. <laughs> we remembered our names, so that's oh, good. Yes. Um, if you've never listened to this podcast before, welcome. This Here is, we are. This it's, is our shit. It's us two. Humans from Seattle that watch Lifetime movies and then break them apart. Yes. We usually have anywhere between two to three dogs in the room, uh, so you will hear lots of licking, audible farting, our comments on those farts, and then, like, random whistles and snaps and, like, why won't you just lay the fuck downs? You know, so you'll hear that, and since we don't edit this because we don't care to fucking edit it, uh, you'll have to deal with that, too. Yeah, so we've got Domino, Radar, and Ridley in the room. Yes. They're very cute and loud, and here we are. Yep. Um, if you also have never listened to us before, I would... Because okay, <laughs> I would... Oh, no, it's going to happen again. Wait. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh big sneeze, bub. <laughs> uh, I would go back to the first episode and, you know, see where we came from. Um, and you'll also learn about our babe score, uh, which today is 3,314. Oh my fucking god. We're getting so close to being oh, Bieber. We are just chugging along. We are chugging along. Yes. <laughs> um, speaking of chugging, <laughs> Kayla... What are you drinking today? Today, I am drinking a Safeway Signature <laughs> Select Key Lime Flavored Seltzer. Wow. And it is delicious. Wow. Uh, how about you, Jill? What are you drinking today? Okay, well, I have three choices in front of me, and I think I'm going to start with this Soundcraft Seltzer of the Rosé variety. Oh, shit, yeah. So it's the, um, it's made in Seattle. It's the people that do... Um, two beers and, like, Seattle cider. Yeah, I heard that they were going to be releasing a cider, so that's it. This is it. There's, it looks super sleek. I tried the grapefruit, and it wasn't my favorite, I'm going to be honest. Oh, um, that's that's weird. Usually grapefruit's, like, my safe. I know. I did not try the cucumber, and I think they have another flavor, maybe, but these were the only ones that we had. So let's see. Drum roll. Brrr. It's all right. It just tastes like rosé. I'll like, totally give that a shot. Oh, and it's pink, too. It's light pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just tastes like sparkling. It just tastes like sparkling rosé. Sparkling rosé. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm drinking. If you all want to sponsor us, that'd be tight. We take yeah. <laughs> yes, we'll take any, we'll take weed sponsors, uh, booze sponsors, dog treat sponsors, yeah. um, also any candy and or snack sponsors, Doritos, oh, what up? I was eating Domino's while we um, watched the yeah. movie. Give us that I'm corporate wearing money. I'm a Rainier t-shirt, so if Rainier wants to sponsor us, we will take it. Yep. Please, give us fucking money. Um... The other thing is, uh, if if you want more of this, <laughs> for some reason, uh, uh. we do offer more. Um, <laughs> if you're 
initially hooked by what we've just told you. Which this is this is not the whole podcast. So ju- no, just, we're gonna we're gonna is, talk about a lifetime movie. Don't you yeah, worry. This is just the brief news format of the episode, and then we get into the good stuff. Oh yeah, mm, good stuff is really we ambitious. make it good. That's true. We spice up this mayo salad of a lifetime mayo movie. Mayo is spicy enough <laughs> God, in the lifetime universe. It is. Um, but we have a Patreon. Uh, it starts at $2 a month, which is very, very cheap, and goes all the way up to 20 whole dollars a month. Um, the $20 level, which is our elite babe squad, um, <laughs> <laughs> will get you access to a video of Kayla uh, showing you how to make spaghetti and garlic bread with your feet. Yeah, and that's uh, that is something... That you need to pay a measly $20 for. Let me fucking tell you right now. You only need to pay it once. Like, you can pay the $20, get access, and then you can, like, lower your subscription. So, we will super take $20 a month from you and and be very thankful because that is helping us make merch right now, which we are currently doing. Um, but you also don't need to feel obligated to continue paying that much. Yeah, we are happy to tell you how to hack your way into the spaghetti video. Yeah. And if more people hop on the spaghetti train, I will be making more, uh, foot food videos. Oh, yeah. So, buckle up for that, because that is definitely in the works. Um, but we do have a new Patreon subscriber, Kai. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kai. We are Kai. so pleased to have you and cannot wait to send you a t-shirt when they are ready to go. Yes. Um, with that, oh, and also, if you, uh, like, punk news, reviews, cool podcasts other than ours, pictures, um, check out The Bad Copy. They feature us on their site, and they have a lot of cool shit. Um, and I think one of the podcasts that they feature is some dude that takes, like, weird drink combinations and tries them. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know that another one is, like, an on-running fictional tale with a bunch of, like, local and, you know, famous punk bands. Mm. And it's, like, The Offspring. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So definitely check that one out as well. And that's it. Let's dive into this film, featured film of the week. Stranded. Stranded. It also has, what was its other title? Island Heat? (laughs) Island Heat. It it was like overcast the whole time. It was. But that spicy island bringing the heat. Wow. The stills from this, again, are just really, I forgot how good they were. Um, so, the, this came out in 2006, mm-hmm. this thriller from the Lifetime Movie Network. Oh, and it thrilled. Boy, did it thrill! <laughs> Ooh. Um, so the synopsis is, a bride-to-be and her five bridesmaids travel to a Caribbean island for a bachelorette party that quickly turns into a nightmare when the women begin to disappear one by one. Wow! Oh, hold on. I need just need to tell you that there, <laughs> there's a there's a review on um, IMDb, and it says this is probably the most awful movie I ever was forced to sit through. Uh, well, then what are we doing here right now? Like, let's just button it up. There it is. That's that's the that's review for the movie. All you need to know. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, guys. This was a really fun episode of I Want to Wear Your Skin. We actually and didn't read that review time. though. So oh, we didn't. Yeah. So we're Fuck. gonna actually dive a little bit deeper into okay. into why it was 
It it wasn't the worst we've watched. No. It really wasn't. No. Well, because when you immerse yourself in the Lifetime universe like we have, uh, it will terrify you how bad it gets. So, no, well, this is not the worst we've what's seen. What's terrifying is where my standards have gone. Oh, my God. I mean, God. they were bottom of the barrel before. Yeah, I know I've said this before, but I literally watch, like, regular movies now with so much more enthusiastic joy because I'm so used to watching terrible movies that yeah. by any other standard, all these movies that I'm seeing now are, like, literal cinematic masterpieces. Yeah, it's like you watch them and you're like, but how did someone even think? think of that yeah how could they even write that how did they say that sentence mind blown anyway but on another spectrum here's this movie yeah (laughs) um so it featured erica durant 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 who fucking knows um her name was karina in the movie and she you may know her from lois lane on smallville but we know her from i me wed yes which that was classic a classic lifetime film pile of shit with a Paul Revere impersonator <laughs> in it about Where, a lady who marries herself. She, well, she was supposed to marry herself, and then like five minutes into the fucking movie, she's like, "Never mind." She's like, "I got cold feet, and I met this guy who's like a real big douchebag, and I'm totally in love with him now." So like, he fuck me, right? <laughs> he doesn't respect my own agency, and so we're just gonna eat sandwiches in the park instead. Also, we pronounce Le Creuset cookware Le Croissant. So that's the thing. We see that. It's not a fucking croissant. It's fine. Anyway, she was in that movie. (laughs) She was. And this one. Oh, yeah. Actually, so we didn't give, like, mini biographies for everyone in this movie because there were literally, like, technically six female main characters and, like, one dude male character. And that's just, that, that's too fucking many to give synopsis on. we did look through a bunch of them, and they just weren't in anything that even was, like, a funny title. No. So, we're not, honestly, I don't think we need to go into any of them. Yeah, and I told Jill this, but, like, the level of acting in this was, like, equivalent to, a, uh, like, a Cinemax softcore porn. So, like, you can understand why these people then didn't go on to have giant careers, because... They could barely act their way out of a paper bag of this trash hole of a movie. One of them. Oh my goodness. Um, Danielle, the character that played Danielle, was a third assistant producer or director or something for like 83 episodes of America's Next Top Model. Which shit. I mean, like, good for you because you're probably going to make more money doing that kind of work yeah. than this kind of work. Yeah, but I wonder how much they do get paid for Lifetime movies. I mean... The budgets are only like two million, $1 million, $2 million or something. Yeah, probably not much at all, to be perfectly honest. Because yeah. you... You, the majority of Lifetime's movie budget goes towards, like, McMansions. literal McMansions. And this was the first movie without a McMansion seen in it because they were at a Caribbean resort. So yes. you know that their production that. money went to, like, the five scenes of them being there. So it opens up with this dude on a boat. And he is taken to this other little island and he has a bunch of shit he's got like a bunch of bags and he goes um and into like some sort of like a bunker on the island right yeah he yeah he pays uh the boat driver uh with a giant wad of cash 
And so, like, you're like, oh, okay, it's not, okay, this is some, sh- some shady shit, okay. Yeah. All right. And then he, like, sticks up some photos of ladies on a wall, um, and that's, you, that's it, that's the beginning of the movie. You have no idea why that's happening. Uh, the, I think the, the, this was the only time that there was, like, a cool shot in this movie was, so every time he pinned a photo of one of these girls onto this board in this creepy abandoned, like, warehouse, uh, it was also introducing these women characters popping out of, like, an airport shuttle at the resort. So, like, he'd pin up a photo of, like, Regan, and then, like, Regan would hop out of this minivan in all of her glory, and then, like, he'd pin up Karina, and Karina would pop out of this minivan. So, there's a girl in this whose name is Regan. Yeah. Spelled Regan. Pronounced Regan. Um, is this a name? Can anyone confirm? I don't feel like it's a name. I feel like Regan is... I don't feel... And, and the funny thing is that if you've listened to our Christmas special episode, the one with uh, Big Papa, Coke Daddy, Tom Arnold... Oh, sure. Um, they, there was also a character, a girl character named Regan, and to make fun of her and to annoy her, they called her Regan. And the whole movie were like, this is so fucking stupid. No one would mispronounce the name Regan... For Regan, and then here we are in a movie where her name's pronounced Regan. And also, the one, the first time that anyone mentions her name, they say Regan, and then every time after that, they say Regan. So I don't understand it. No. I don't know. Anyway, okay, so all the ladies arrive on the island. Uh, one of them gets off, and she's got an earpiece, and she's like, Can we make that happen? We better be able to make that happen. Never learn what that is. But apparently, she must be some kind of hot shot. Yep. Then it pans back to this dude on the other little island again, and he's got, like, guns and rope, and it just looks like he's got a murder board, and he's got some shit up his sleeves. Yeah, so that kind of, that excited me. Like, I'm into creepy dudes and creepy warehouses with creepy photos of women putting pins Send in their faces. Send an email if you are I, a said guy. Because I'm, I'm the horror movie nerd. So anytime a Lifetime movie, like, dips its toe into, like, thrill waters or horror waters, I'm like, okay, oh, all right, yeah. this might be good. And it never is. No. Um, so they're here for uh, Karina's bachelorette party. And they all have drinks that don't have ice in them. Uh so just hot tropical fruit punch drinks? No, they're meat, they're room temperature, so they're Ugh. warm because it's I'm sure warm out. How gross! But there's no ice in them, um, and they're supposed to be like tiki drinks or like I don't know, like island drinks, whatever. Um, and they, um, oh, they're just like talking about boys, I guess, and how much money guys make and. Um, how lazy and, um, incompetent the, the males in their life are. Yeah. Um, so the movie opens up pretty quickly with everyone here is terrible. Yeah. The only one here that isn't, like, a super big shitbag is actually Karina, who is the bride-to-be. She's the one who is kind of defending, 
uh, people in their lives that might not be, I don't know, financial bankers or multimillionaires or investors and just kind of like being like, oh, that's not really what life's about. And these women are all firmly in the, no, yes, they this are. is the only thing that life's about. Thanks for, thanks for confirming that, Karina. Um, then they get on the phone with their friend who's a lawyer um, and she just over and over is concerned about how much they're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Which never, we never get any backstory on, like, it doesn't seem like there's any reason for her to be doing that other than just, like, don't drink too much. But it's like, it's a bachelorette party. They're in the resort. Car- yeah, they're in an, an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean. Fucking drink up, ladies. Like, have a good time if you want, if you want to drink and if you want to drink to excess, like, fucking do it that would be where you would do it is when you're like on the like in an environment where like you literally are only going back to your room yeah to like the hotel you're not driving you're not going to work you have nothing to be responsible for you're on vacation fucking lighten up danielle um then oh then like all the ladies are it's like the next morning or something and all the ladies are talking except for karina she hasn't showed up yet and they're all talking about how Karina's fiance is a musician, and one of them is like, he plays at a bar five nights a week. Like, he is not successful. And they're talking about how they're just always going to be poor, and how much Karina's going to hate that. Yeah, they're like, I mean, does Karina even, like, want to live in an apartment for, like, the rest of her life? And it's just like, Jesus Christ, guys. Like, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's fine. Like, sh- maybe shut the fuck up. Regan. Yeah, Regan. Yeah, you fuck s- off. stupid fake name motherfucker. By all means, like, try to find someone who's going to buy you a mansion if that's your fucking shit, but yeah, cause, it's not everyone's shit. Because that's also the thing is that, like, you know, this this group of women, like, are first of all, they're all women. They're not girls. They're, they're in their 30s. So, like, half of the group is, like, super well established in their career. They're successful. They make their own money and they make quite a bit of money and then there's like Regan who is an actress who actually doesn't make a lot of money who's coming up in her career but openly talks about how she she has men that will take care of her she has a multitude of 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 wealthy boyfriends that take care of her which is fine I'm not going to make any judgmental statements about that I do however uh draw criticism to what like them judging their friend for dating and being engaged to a musician and that that's that's somehow a pile of shit but everyone else well it's fine it feeds into this idea that like one the male figure in the relationship needs to be the financially supportive stable one um which doesn't like there's no need for that to be the case unless like both of you agree that that's how it's going to work yeah Um, and it's, like, she's the artist in her situation, and she's saying that that's totally fine to have someone else take care of her while she does art, but it's not okay for this dude who's a musician to go do his art because he needs to be financially stable. Like, it's, it's just ridiculous on Uh, all counts. But, like... I, I mean, I don't have a penis, so it's fine. Like, it's not... I'm the one being taken care of. Yeah, because cause there's no penis there, so... 
It's fine. Well, Regan, me and my partner are musicians, so try to figure that one out. Try, try and fucking deal with it, Regan. <laughs> um, so this is also where it's revealed that um, after they have a party night, the next day they are going to charter a boat to one of the nearby islands to kind of check out some of the more gorgeous scenery. And some of the girls are like, man, that sounds dumb. We're literally at a beautiful resort. The most beautiful beach I've ever seen is five feet away. Which, to be honest, is very fair. Which is a very fair statement. But also, at the same time, like, this is an opportunity to, like, explore uh, the Caribbean, like, as a whole. And, like, I guess learn about some of the history of the islands nearby. Was that their point? Uh, yeah, because, like, this oh. island uh, was, I guess, oh, yeah, famous like, for, like, well pirates the- and... That's what the dude said. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. The dude we'll get said, there. yeah. We'll get there. Uh, the dude said that it was uh, established I, by pirates. I do have to point out that in the beginning of the movie, Kayla called the captain of the boat the boat driver. Yes. And so we will be referring to anyone who is the captain as the boat driver. Yes, so if you, if, if you kind of, if you kind of turned your head <laughs> judgmentally when I said boat driver about 20 minutes ago... Uh, get Fair. ready, because uh, <laughs> it's that's all I'm going to be referring to him as. as. Uh, is it captain? Is like any is like anyone who drives a boat a captain? Sails a boat? Like well, it's sailor. Well, it's like if a, if a boat has a motor, I just know that it's it? not a boat driver. <laughs> <laughs> a boat chauffeur? Like I don't I don't know how boats work. I obviously don't have a boat in my life, so I'm just I'm using words that I know. And putting this on this boat. I don't know. That's all I'm doing. I wrote treasure and a skeleton because I didn't want to write the whole lore. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so the the lore of this little island that they go to is that I don't even remember. I don't know. There was like a treasure there, and this lady went to go find it, and then later someone found the treasure and her skeleton with like a knife in it. And then they were like, she haunts the island. It wasn't that strong of a story, to be honest. No, it wasn't. It was a little spooky, but no, no one gave it a lot of credence. However, they, the same boat that took them to the island, La Bonita, was the <laughs> same boat in the opening scene that took a creepy oh, photo man that. to the island. So, um, so, like, right away, you're like, oh, shit, so, like, what, what's up with, uh... <laughs> right away, you did, but I didn't oh. notice that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought nothing of it. <laughs> um, one of them, while they're there, is like, I'm gonna build a vacation home here, and I'm gonna invite Tarzan and Jane, which is just, I feel, like, the whitest thing you could say, like... Oh, this is a beautiful land. I'm going to stake my claim and put property on it because I like it, and I don't give a fuck if anyone thinks that's right or not. And it's a jungle, so, so obviously Tarzan and, Tarzan and Jane are here, and I can be Jane, and I don't, I'll find my Tarzan. I don't give a fuck about local culture. Tarzan and Jane's the story I know. Yep. So there it is. Ugh. Um. So they... <laughs> They have, like, a picnic on the beach, and they, they sunbathe, and they decide to explore the island, and they find a ruins um, of an old house. You can't tell how modern well, wait, this house is. Before they get there, during their picnic, they're talking about, they have a college yearbook, which is not a thing. Yeah. Which I had to ask Jill. I was like, did your college have a yearbook? Fuck no. Because mine didn't. 
And then they're talking about... I think this is before they find that area, because they're, like, still on the beach. Well, half is of it? them stayed on the beach, and half of them explored. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because Regan's not going to mess up her outfit going into the jungle. The jungle's dirty. Her outfit is a bikini. <laughs> it's, a, it's, I a, mean, it's not a functional bikini. It's a, it's a stylized bikini. Right. Uh, but they, they bring up um, uh, Karina's ex-boyfriend, Anthony... Who apparently was trouble and obsessed with her, um, and the breakup did not go well. And uh, Regan is, like, low-key kind of sticking up for Anthony every single time their friend is, like, kind of, like, bringing up negative things about Anthony. And one of the, th- one of the things that was a direct quote that I had to write down, because I was just so fucking annoyed with it, was... Um, in response to that, Anthony was, uh, incredibly obsessive over Karina. Regan said, well, some girls like a lot of attention. Oh, yeah. Which is not how you respond. No. To someone who is obsessive and stalking your best friend, whose wedding you're about to be in. Someone being obsessive is not someone who knows how to give you attention. Yeah. That's someone who is demanding attention for himself because he's fucking obsessive. Like, please establish the difference and don't let people say otherwise, Regan. Yeah, fuck you, Regan. Uh, And then she pours some of the drinking water on herself, even though she's literally feet away from the ocean. Well, she had to cool down. She was getting hot, she said. Jump in the water! (laughs) No, that water's dirty. Oh my god. Sturdy ocean water. Fish fucking there. And one of the other girls is like, that's our drinking water. Don't, (laughs) like, go in the ocean. We need to save the drinking water so we can drink it. Um, so this isn't, like, this is a tiny island. Like, there's nothing on it. There's no people. There's no animals. There's no buildings. Well, except except for the ruins. The ruins, yeah. But there's, like, there's no one currently on it. It's, like, it's literally a deserted island. Um, so they, uh, so they, they have their picnic, they have some wine, and, um, the boat driver never shows up. And they're, like, they think, like, oh, maybe he just got held up somewhere. He's only, like, an hour or so late, like, island time, and no big fucking deal. Um, but a storm is on the horizon. So, since they're on the beach and there's nowhere to take cover, they remember the, like, abandoned house ruins, and they decide to head back there and uh, take shelter and build a fire. Uh, Which all of them are like, we're just gonna, like, build a fire, and then you realize that none of them really know, like, somehow they do it. Which I'm shocked. I really am. Not because they're, like, women or they're, they seem, I don't know, like... Like, they wouldn't know. They just, they all are like, I guess we'll, like, uh, find wood. Like, when they're describing how they're going to do it, it seems pretty obvious they don't know how to do that. And so it's very surprising that they then were able to do that. But luckily, Regan is a smoker, so she's a lighter, which means that's half the fucking battle right there. And she looked like she really is a smoker. She did, yeah. And and that's always something that bothers me in Lifetime movies is that they constantly make people smoke when they have never held a cigarette before. And it's just like, what? Stop. Just find someone else. Fucking find anyone else. Or don't smoke in the scene. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, so around the fire at night, they're starting to get a little bit more anxious. They start to bicker about having no food and no water. And, um, 
Regan. And, yeah, and, and they start to blame people, justifiably Regan. They blame another girl for eating all the snacks. Um, and the other one defends the girl for eating the snacks because she's like, that's literally the food that we have, but the water could have come from the ocean, you idiot. <laughs> Just, I'm glad they fucking called it out. Yeah. Um, Karina is like, the level-headed one, and it's just like, look, like, let's not stress each other out. Um, here's something cute. I, uh, <laughs> my fiancé Sammy, uh, hid lyrics in my pocket for me to find while on vacation. Which she for... knows because she called his voicemail and his outgoing voicemails, hey, if this is Karina, I hope you liked the lyrics I found in your, I put in your pocket. Okay, bye, I love you, bye, bye. Which is, <laughs> I guess... I get. I don't. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I guess don't. I don't get romance. I don't. I don't. I, is that romance? I don't like know. I, maybe I'm broken. Maybe I will. I know I'm broken, but I, <laughs> I still don't find that romantic. Uh, yeah. I, if I if <laughs> one, I don't call Chris because I don't like no, talking who to the calls phone. their partner. These I mean, I guess days. if we're out Fuck. of town, it'll still text. But uh, if I did, and his voice was like, hey, if this is... Jo-, I was just like, hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just call me. Yeah, Why like, are you, like, telling you everyone? <laughs> just everyone that calls you uh, is hearing this private <laughs> message just yeah, for me. It's fucking weird. Uh, so she pulls the lyrics out of her pocket, and they are bad. <laughs> <laughs> they are... I wish I would have wrote it them down, but How I How was... is it just God that doesn't judge you when you're failing or something yeah it's like <laughs> what like i don't is this romantic and weird. all the girls are like oh yeah he's a musician he's gonna play that at your wedding okay just pointing out facts like yeah, he like, wrote lyrics yeah like he did that he's his name's sam <laughs> <laughs> like he's your future husband <laughs> so that's- that ring is I guess. (laughs) Round of applause, everybody. So then they fall asleep, uh, just like on the ground. Well, so they find, they go back to these ruins because a thunderstorm is quote unquote rolling in, I guess. There's like a cloud. And um, so they're like, oh, let's go to those ruins. And one of them points out like there's no cover there. Like there's no roof. And someone's like, well. Yeah, we'll still just sleep in the (laughs) middle of this open roof. So they do. <laughs> they build a fire, which is successful despite them not knowing how to, and there being a thunderstorm rolling in that never gets addressed. Uh, and then they wake up, and they're all dry. They're and all... it's sunny, and there's no, there's been no issues related yeah. to a thunderstorm. And someone goes, "Oh, where's Lynette?" And there's a little flashback of everyone's asleep around the fire. Lynette hears a sound, wakes up, and walks into the jungle. And then that creepy man from the first scene attacks her from behind. And she is screaming loudly next to them. And they flash to the girls all sleeping at the fire. And you hear her, ah! Ah! And guess what? Uh, No one wakes up. And Lynette's gone. Really wants to save you. Yeah, yeah, he's like, why why is mom shouting? See, Ridley could hear his mom from downstairs fake yelling, and yet these four women did not hear their friend Lynette literally screaming bloody murder, uh, like, next to them. Which is just... Hey, Domino, please don't. I, I feel like I would not sleep that soundly in this situation, but... I don't Whatever. sleep so- soundly as it is, but I just can't imagine. I can't imagine you wouldn't hear your friend screaming. Mm. 
so meanwhile, on mainland, uh, Danielle's case that has kept her from traveling with her friends to the bachelorette party gets postponed for a few weeks. So she's able to last minute fly over to the Caribbean. She gets to the resort and checks in and asks about her friends. And the resort's like, oh, yeah, we haven't seen them yet today, but they probably had, you know, a late night last night. So With all I'm... those no ice cocktails. Yeah, with all those no ice cocktails, even though you told them not to drink them. They still probably they did, did not need your advice. <laughs> so I'm sure I'm sure they're they'll turn up soon. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll just try calling them. And she can't get a hold of any of them on their phones. And you can tell that like right away she's worried. Um, well, yeah, I mean, if you show up to a resort and no one at the resort has seen your friends, they're not in the room. There's no indication they've been there. Like they're not answering their phones. I mean, where the fuck would they be? Like, oh, that would yeah. be so fucking concerning. Yeah, I, I would, I, and I'm, I'm constantly, like, a stressor and an overthinker. Like, if, like, if Brian, like, plays a show, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'll be home probably around, like, 1 a.m., and if it's, like, 1.15, I'm like, I bet he died on I-5 in a fiery car crash, and then I'm just gonna have to pay this mortgage alone, and then who's gonna love me? <laughs> like, so I well, get it. I mean, yeah, Ridley, you can be there. You can be Sometimes I don't hand. think about that until it's Bad been, like, man. hours, and then I'm like, wow, this person is hours late. <laughs> like, they could be dead now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Domino gets worried if I'm gone in the bathroom for two seconds. Well, you know, the bathroom with the door shut. You. That's scary. That's scary. Domino is a big stressor. Are <laughs> you? You're stressed yeah. right now. I don't know why. He's going to probably start crying He's in like gonna literally cry. two seconds. So anyway, they all wake up and they're like, where's Lynette? And they're like, I don't know. She probably went out. <laughs> yeah. She'll be back. Yeah. Who, where, where the fuck would she go they're out to? They're not that concerned. Um, and a couple of them go looking for her and... They see a dude in the woods. Yeah. The, like, the, the dude with the pictures and the... And, the, like, the dude is, like, creepy and sweaty and dirty. Like, it's it's instantly like, oh, you're not a you're not a guy I want to find right now. No, no. No. Um, okay, I'm going to be honest. I did not take good notes because I didn't like this movie. That is totally fine. And it was just a little... I don't know. It was convoluted, I felt. It, a Lifetime movie? Yeah. Conv- that, that is probably our most used word in this convoluted. in this uh, podcast. All I remember is they, like, start searching for her, don't find her, and then it cuts back to the resort, and some, like, Danielle had been, like, talking to the lady at the front desk, and the lady's just like... I don't know, they're probably around. And she's like, well, why the fuck aren't they here? I don't understand. And she's like, oh, sorry, I have a phone call. Mm, I'm avoiding you. But a security guard pops up and he's like, hey, like, I, th- I think I can help you. And he takes her back to, like, the security office and he's like, let's look at tapes of your friends to see if, like, when's the last time they were seen. And uh, while they're scanning videotapes, he mentions that he's like, yeah, you know, oftentimes people will will charter boats to the smaller islands around this one because that is where you can find some of those beautiful beaches in the world. So then she's like, okay, I'm going to go out to the charter boats and I'm going to see if anyone has seen my friends. I'm going to ask all the boat drivers. Yeah. 
Um, so Danielle uh, starts asking locals who point her in the direction to La Bonita, where they said that they saw, uh, I think his name is Sebastian, the boat driver, that, that is, um, who gave him a ride. She tries to, like, bribe him with money after he ignores her, but it's, like, a $1 bill, and he's like, yeah, I haven't seen these bitches. I don't like your dollar. Well, she initially, Bye. like, asks him, and he's like, no hablo sin- no, no inglés, and then uh, she's she says something in Spanish. I didn't say that right. It's no, no hablo inglés? Yeah, that's yep. it. Uh, and then she says something in Spanish to him, and he's like, mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, it's, it's obvious she caught him. He's like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. um, so on the islands, like, they're still kind of, like, exploring the nearby jungle. And Karina hears the creepiest, weirdest laugh, like, coming through the jungle. And it's... Just from all directions. From all directions. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the adult version of that classic like child laugh on sitcoms yeah it's it's weird and she stumbles across isabel who's also searching for her and she's like so did you did you hear that laugh and isabel's like i i don't know what you're fucking talking about and this is where it's like could it be a ghost could it be my friend could it be with that creepy guy but honestly they don't play any of that shit up like I feel like they, they could have really, played up the ghost thing, but they don't. They never really even, like, answer. I mean, obviously it's that guy, but, like, yeah. how did he get the sound coming from all directions? Like, they never address it. Yeah, like, we don't know if he, like, set up, like, a Speakers speaker or, like, or I anything. Don't know. Like, it, it's never seen. Who's laughing? I don't know. It's just not explained at all. Uh, so, Isabel and Karina then find Lynette's headscarf. And, um, and then they both hear the laughing again, and they're like, okay, something fucked up is happening here. Um, so, flashback again to Danielle. She is now back at the resort, and she's like, look, this guy with this boat took my friends out, and I need the police, because he's not, like, he's not working with me here. So the hotel manager finally agrees to let them into their hotel rooms, and they go through their shit. And she goes through one of their wallets and find like, <laughs> finds a card for some guy named David Steiner, who is a producer. And I don't, un- I don't understand it. Like, she finds this business card and is like, this must be it. Yeah, I, which, it, that doesn't make any sense. Why? I mean, it was like, it wasn't even on top. It was just like one of the cards in there. Yeah. And one of these women works in the entertainment industry, so why would it be a big deal to have a producer's card in her wallet? Like, to be fair, she was right, but I just don't understand how she got. Yeah. Like, but once again, Lifetime never tells you like why a hunch is right. It's just like I get this hunch out of nowhere. I have no leading clues as to why that hunch is true. Oh, and it's true. Like it fucking weird. I it just it's it's very bizarre. Um. So, on the island. They are losing their mind about Lynette. They're hungry. They're thirsty. They're fighting while, like, trekking across the island. And somehow, uh, they're fighting about, like, about Karina's, like, uh, oh, this is what it is. They're upset at Karina for getting married, and that's why they're in the Caribbean. 
Yeah. And then they're mad at Isabel for chartering this trip yeah. to this island. And then somehow, like, Regan's just like, I have to tell you guys something. I'm seeing Anthony. And Anthony is this shitty ex-boyfriend of Karina, and Karina's like, what the fuck? Like, where did this come from? Well, and her perspective more isn't, like, being upset with her or anything. It's just like, yo, like, remember what I said about him? Like, be fucking careful, dude. Like, he sucks. Yeah, like, she is by no means, like, a jealous ex or even angry at her, but just being like, you need to watch yourself with this guy. But I also have to point out that this is a thing that we do... Where all these women are, like, blaming each other for their situation rather than saying, hey, our boat driver never came back. Like, that's why we're still here. Right. Obviously, there's more to it, and we'll get to that in a minute, but in this moment, like, that's the perspective, is they're, yeah. they're, the captain never came back to get them. This is literally not anyone's fault except for the guy who said he would come back to get them off of the island. Yes. And yet, they're all finding ways to blame each other and be upset because they're like, well, someone's got to take personal responsibility here. Like, we can't, we can't just not say that it's one of us. No, God, no. But you can. But you can. So then they see a boat on the horizon, like, on the shore, because they're, like, trekking on, like, the small hill in the middle of the island. So they start running. Full speed down this hill, <laughs> screaming at uh, the boat, and Regan, guess what? Regan falls. Regan fucking beeps it, <laughs> like, and she just is so good. We watched it twice. She just you went, gotta you gotta watch the falls. She just starts tumbling like a tumbleweed oh down, God, like a and then sack just stands of up and is fucking fine and is instantly fine. And they just keep booking it, and so and they funny. reach the shore. The boat's long gone. They can't they can't even see it anymore. And Nicole's missing, just randomly. Just, like, she isn't there anymore. She just isn't there anymore. So then they're like, what the fuck? Where's Nicole? So they start screaming their heads off, trying to find Nicole. Uh, and they, they they literally just fucking can't. So then we scroll back to Danielle. And <laughs> Danielle is trying to get in touch with local law enforcement because at this point she's very concerned. Yeah. And um, she calls, like, whatever the 911 line is, which it seems like everyone on this island speaks Spanish, but this person on the phone is 100% English, like, American. Um, And the person is like, yeah, uh, she's like... I think she wanted to get in touch with, like, missing persons, and she's like, yeah, they're not in or something like that. She's like, but I can get you in touch with, like, violent crimes. <laughs> Is that good enough? She's like, I mean, I guess. Sure. Like, I don't fucking know. So then she patches her over to violent crimes, and what happens is this dude is in an interrogation where him and the guy, the suspect, are literally just staring at each other, and it, just like, pans staring. back and forth with one of them no staring. Talking. And then he's like, all right, I'll tell you everything. And this, <laughs> and this guy comes into the room is like, yo, dude, you got a phone call from someone that I don't even know who it is. I didn't ask, but, like, can you leave right now? And he's like, yeah, totally. Can you get his confession, though? That's chill. Okay, bye. Yeah, I just stared it out of him. So uh, he's going to tell us everything now. And then this detective gets on the phone, and I feel like he's just kind of like, yeah, I'll be right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not busy. Yeah, and so, like, she starts to explain, like, hey, I have five friends who are missing from this resort, and she's in the middle of telling him about how she can't find them when she stumbles across Anthony, and she's like, what the fuck? And then she goes, 
hey, buddy, can I call you back? And hang <laughs> the fuck up. And the guy's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. So, like, literally... That's as- not... I'm sorry. I'm not a cop. No. Clearly. But uh, that's not how it works. But, like, for some reason, this guy, which I don't know why, after she hung up on him, is like, you know what? I should go down there. I'm, I'm going to talk to Dispatch and <laughs> confirm which resort she was calling from. So Dispatch is like, oh, yeah, she called from this resort. And he's like, cool. I'm going to head down there. Like, what? Really? Oh, okay. That's cool he of you. He is available for his citizens. I guess so. I guess there's just, like, no crime except that staring man on the island. <laughs> so you can so just good. fucking take off at will. So Danielle's like, Anthony, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, okay, so I'm seeing Reagan now. And Reagan told me that she would call me at this time 24 hours ago. And guess what? She didn't call me. I can't get a hold of her. And that's not like Reagan. So I immediately hopped in my private plane, flew down to the Caribbean, and I'm trying to look for her. So, things that you should know about this. Uh, Anthony is fucking rich as shit. Um, and, you know, he says, he's like, oh, I've been to therapy. Like, I'm different now. I'm a different person. And even in this facade that he's putting up, like, you freaked out after not hearing from your girlfriend for 24 hours and literally flew down to the Caribbean. That does not sound like you've changed at all. And we know that he hasn't, but still, like, that's not making your case, buddy. Yeah, dude. Not even a little bit. When you were obsessive before, and now you're like, well, she clearly, like, couldn't possibly have just not had service. I'm just, I told Kayla while we were watching this that I really wanted this to be, like, a Real Housewives vacation where they just all yell at each other, and it kind of was. Yeah. Uh, but the, in this scene, I can just see the Countess uh, during their one trip where she was like, just be cool, man. Don't be all, like, uncool. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Have you seen that? Uh, no, From I haven't. York? It's great. Um, but I know who the Countess is. <laughs> um, and she's ridiculous. Oh. Um, so, Anthony, uh, Anthony, like, totally just, like, look like I'm a totally different guy. Let's go, let's go back to the charter place, and I bet that with my money, uh, we can, we can figure out how to start searching for With them. my money, anything is possible. So, he goes... Which is pretty true. Which is true. Uh, at least in this movie. Yeah. So, they go down to where, um, Danielle was, like, grilling the boat driver of La Bonita, and talking to the guys who gave her the tip in the first place, and he offers to buy the guy's boat, and he's like, here's just another indiscriminate wad of money. I want to buy your boat, I want to buy a bullhorn, and I, and I want to buy a map. And we're going to go searching for our ladies. God damn it, Ridley. It's all right. Get out, get out from behind the couch. Ugh. I mean, there's nothing really back there, so. Okay. Well. Um, so, he buys a boat. Because you can't just charter it. You gotta fucking buy it, man. Yeah, what? So he's a boat driver, too? Is now, everyone in this movie a boat driver? he is. Um, then we pan back to the, la- the ladies. <laughs> and uh, they are just, like, in a clearing in the jungle. Here, really? why don't you come up and, like, cuddle or something? I feel like that would just... Be- oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, d- y- why do you have to go through all the cords? Like... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, <bud. laughs> oh my god. Why did you come up this way? Oh no. Can you do it? Oh, I Can think you do something it? just got unplugged. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sorry, my fucking That's dog. All right. Oh, uh, what? Okay. What? No, you got it. Okay, yeah. What? It was just you? the computer that. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. So it's fine. Everything's fine, everyone. Everything's fine. This okay. is totally Here fine. Here you stupid are. needy boy. You're so handsome. Why are you like this? Okay. There you go. All right. Okay. What was I saying? I lost my notes. <sighs> He's a boat driver now. Oh, we uh, wealthy man. Oh, no. Okay, so they're, like, in a clearing, and uh, they just, they find this toolbox, and in this toolbox, they're like, we must find out what's in it. Uh, it's a clue. And there's two photos of each of the missing women um, with duct tape on their mouths and then one of their um, engagement rings. And um, they're like, oh, no. Reasonably so, I guess. But Yeah, right? Why did, it just, I told Kayla, I was like, I just don't understand who was writing the scene. That was like, okay, so they're going to find this toolbox. And inside, <laughs> two Polaroids Weird. and a wedding ring set. So they're all freaked out, understandably. And Isabel has like a mental breakdown. And she's just like, look, guys, I did something super stupid. And I have to tell you now, but I signed us oh. up. For, like, a survival reality TV show, and you guys weren't supposed to know, and Regan was in on it with me, and, like, we're supposed to get dropped off on this island, and they're supposed to secretly film us having scary stuff happening, and... The weirdest fucking twist right? I've and, ever heard. And, and at the end, like, we were all gonna get, like, $250,000, and we were gonna surprise it, like, to you, like, on your wedding day, and... The yeah. show was called Bachelor Party Hell. Which? Or Bachelorette Party Hell. It's sorry. fucking hell. That's um, for sure. And she's like, you know, like, he said we wouldn't see the cameras and that scary things would happen. And, you know, like, I'm, the, none of this is real. I'm sure that none of this is real. Like, everyone's safe. This is all part of the plan. Which they didn't really address, like, did the other women who were missing know this also? Like, all four of them? No. Like, uh, Isabel just said that her and Regan were in on it. Cool. Which is fucking, like, could you imagine being one of those kidnapped women? Like, not knowing that this is, like, a reality TV show? Like... Which, spoiler alert, it isn't. It's but, not. But, uh... Well, it I mean... It kind of is? It kind of is, but then... They're dead. But then they actually died, so... So... Is it? I don't know. There's, yeah. There's a lot of loose ends, again. Um, so, obviously, Karina is super pissed, and she's like, look at... Because they were just like, we, like, you wouldn't turn down to... Like, that would change your life. You could buy a house. You could move out of yeah. your apartment. You know, like, you could finally get out of your apartment. She's like, I fucking like my apartment. Yeah, I, I <laughs> like my apartment. I like my life. I like Sammy. Like, I don't need this shit. And uh, she asks if their friend Danielle, who is uh, who they don't know is in the Caribbean, if she knew, and they're like, no, Danielle has no idea. Um, so the laughter starts up again, and this time, because they think it's a reality TV show, they decide to follow the laughter to a building, and they it's the creepy building that the dude is in that we saw from the first scene. And they go in, and they see all their photos tacked onto the wall, and Lynette's photo is crossed off, and Nicole's photo is crossed off. And as they get closer to it, like, Regan's like, oh my god, what smells? And why are there flies in here? There's flies everywhere. And guess what? It's because there's a body in a bag. 
but and it's just one but it's just Lynette. We don't know where Nicole is, but Lynette's fucking dead. In a here's the here's the thing about this whole smell slash flies. She zipped up in a plastic bag. So sure, but like I don't think the flies are getting in there. I don't know. So that part's a little weird. I mean, Either way, yeah, that we only find one body. We don't ever discover where Nicole went or whatever the other girl is yeah. that disappeared. I mean, she's she, gone. She's been dead for less than twenty four hours, so it's not like she can stink up the place like that much. Instantly. Um. So meanwhile, it is hot, I guess. I, I guess that is true. So maybe it could. Who, who knows? So they immediately start like searching the rest of this house for Nicole. Meanwhile, Danielle and Anthony somehow go to the one out of dozens and dozens of islands. Um, around and sees like a beach blanket on the island that they're on, hops out, and Anthony's like, They're here. Okay. So, also, meanwhile, because this movie is just meanwhile, 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 this police detective goes to the resort and talks to the management, who then sends them to where the boat chartering places is. And asks the guy that Anthony and Danielle bought a boat off of, and he's like, do you also know Santiago? Which is the boat driver's name, not Sebastian. It was Santiago of the La Bonita. So, all of a sudden, we're back on the creepy island, in the creepy house, and the creepy dude shows up. It's like a bunker. They're in like a bunker. Yeah, that's that's a much better word for it. With a murder wall. With a murder wall. So, the girls start, like, beating the shit out of this dude. They break a chair over his back. It's pretty tight. That kind of holds him off for a second. And uh, they, like, lock themselves onto a deck, or they lock him into the bunker. I think we don't know. All they do is, like, they hit him over the back with this wooden chair that breaks and doesn't look like it hurt as bad as he acted. And then they run and, like, close the bunker door. I don't remember them locking it. I just think I saw them, like, close it. And they're like, oh, boy, we better stay watched rather than just getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, so they find their little, like, I don't know, like, paring knives. Um, Which I don't know where. They they didn't have they, knives before. Did they no, find they, them in the bunker? They brought knives i can't remember why i think they brought them like for snacks or oh, something for the picnic? Okay. but they had thought that they were bringing larger knives because they were gonna like catch a fish or something like one of them was like what? oh we didn't have the uh, uh some like fish knife like i can't remember what it's called um and they're like yeah they wouldn't let us bring it but they just let us have these little ones they, yeah. they mentioned that when they got there i don't really know why they had knives but they did bring them well even like a filleting knife isn't gonna do crazy amounts of damage on a dude anyways yeah you get him in the jugular i mean i guess that's true um but when they're outside wherever the fuck they are they hear danielle on the bullhorn calling for them because anthony tells danielle to stay there to call the bullhorn, and he's going to run. Because once they hear the bullhorn, they start screaming. They hear it. Anthony takes off towards the bunker to go rescue them. Uh, meanwhile, Isabel's like, this whole thing's my fault. I'm going to get to the shore and bring them back here. To and they're f- like... That's fair. Yeah, that is, is fair. It is your fault, It is Isabel. your fault. Um, so while running to the shore, there's creepy dude. He comes at her. He gets her. Yep. 
Also, I have to say, at one point, Isabella's like, I think it might be a scam, you guys. And oh. Like, fucking duh! Yeah, yeah, this is definitely a fucking scam. This is 100% scam. a scam. Oh. You don't go... I'm sorry. You don't go to a deserted island because one dude was like, hey, I have this idea. Yeah. So <clears> it's <throat> just Karina and Reagan holding down that fort, waiting to be rescued, when all of a sudden the creepy guy comes up behind Reagan and takes her hostage at gunpoint. Um... Karina's like, why are you doing this? And he holds up a school binder that says bachelorette party hell. And he goes, do you see this? Do you see this? Yes. And then they're like, well, yeah, it's, yeah. And then he takes the red Sharpie and he crosses out Regan's headshot. And they're like, oh, no. Oh, he's going to kill us. And then Anthony sneaks in through the bunker door, and he, like, gives that, like, hand motion to, like, shh, like, be quiet. I'm going to sneak up on this guy. But badass Danielle, from the doorway, harpoons this motherfucker from behind through the back and into his heart. And Anthony shook. He's like, oh, Jesus. Like, I was just going to beat this guy up. Like, Danielle just fucking murdered him. Um, and they're all like, wow, thanks for saving us. And Karina instantly is like, no, why the fuck is Anthony here? Like this, this reeks of Anthony being behind this. So she picks up the gun and starts pointing it at Anthony and is like, I know that you're behind this. Like, I know that this wasn't some other dude. This isn't a TV show. Like you're obsessed with me. You've always been obsessed with me. Regan's, like, obsessively holding on to Anthony, like, this is my boyfriend, you saved my life, thank you so much, and Karina's like, you're, you're psycho, basically, like, get out of here, and there, she's like, okay, Regan, if you're not gonna go with us, like, me, uh, me and Danielle are gonna fucking leave, and as they're leaving, Anthony rips up Sam's lyrics that I don't know how he got. How? And, uh, okay. You were being such a pill, really. Um, rips up Sam's lyrics and, like, in Karina's face, and all of them are like, well, that was a weird move. Like, it was a weird move. doing? And then, um, it, he, like, comes out, they're all on the beach now, and he has a knife to Regan's throat. And they're like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, you fucking are obsessed with Karina. Yeah. And Ridley. Uh, and he's like, you're still in love with me. Like, you know, I did this for you or whatever. Yeah, you can't marry anyone else. I'm not going to stand for this. Regan's very upset because she thought she was in love. Um, and they all kind of take... literal stabs at him and then um, him and Karina are kind of like wrestling in the water. I know it smells really bad. I mean, it's... Oh my god, Radar. It's unmanageable to live. Oh my god. Radar. Um, Fucking Christ. um, I don't know what I... I don't know. Uh, So so then... Oh um, my god. (laughs) Danielle. (laughs) Danielle has the gun... And Anthony and Karina are like, 
wrestling in the water, and she just fucking shoots it and is like, hope I get him. And yeah, just, and how she shot him, she definitely would have killed Karina, too, but oh, obviously, yeah. Lifetime well, doesn't care like, about no, that. No, 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 we're good. Uh, so he is actually dead. Like, sometimes we don't see, like, the dead body or anything like that, but he is literally, like, f- floating face down, like, multiple shots in the chest, stabbed in the gut, dead. And... The police swoop in, and there's the police detective, and Santiago, the boat driver of La Bonita, is in the back in handcuffs. So... And then that's the end of the movie. That's it. And then titles roll. That's That's fucking it. Ridley, you are being such a fucking pill right now. There's something in the water. All these dogs are just being too fucking much today. All these dogs. All these dogs. Mine woke me up at five... And has not stopped crying all day. He's probably pissed because I was out of town. But. Probably. Anyway, so that was this movie. That, w- that was, what was the title again? Stranded. Stranded. Alternatively, Island Heat. Island Heat. Stranded. What did you think, Ridley? Yeah. Oh, he got a kiss, so he thought it was okay. Oh, and then I breathed in a fart. Oh, my God, he did it again. He, he did, did it more. Yeah. It's It literally smells like garlic uh, trapped in a hot car on a summer's day. Yeah. Like 10 bulbs of garlic. It's well, so A little bit steamy. of Shit. Okay, all right. How many <laughs> fleece blankets would you give this movie? I don't know, man. Like, uh, one and a half. Okay. Honestly, like, the twist was fucking weird, and nothing came together. No. And it really made me upset that they were drinking cocktails without ice. Yeah. Um, that never got explained. Nope. So, yeah, I'm gonna say one and a half. I'm gonna give it .5 fleece blankets. Yeah. It was a terrible trash movie. It wasn't good. Everyone fucking sucked in this movie. Like, no one was strong in this movie. Very true. And this movie could, like, they could have focused more on, like, having us believe that, like, ooh, maybe this this island is haunted by literally um, cutting out all of the police detective scenes. Because the cop ended up not fucking doing anything. Like the no, the I women don't. shot and killed Anthony in the end. The he, like it wasn't like oh final act police officer fucking caps the bro like on the boat before he kills there Karina. Was no need. Like it was a funny scene when he was just staring that guy down. But that yeah, was it was a fucking time suck though. That was like literally ten to fifteen minutes this out of this movie. movie. Was a time. Suck. It was. It really was. Um, the point five is only for the gorgeous scenery. It was obviously filmed, if not in the Caribbean, but in a tropical place. It was very beautiful. Um, and then the other bit to nudge it up to a point five was that the commercial breaks sequences. Um, Um, so normally, you know, like we get like little pauses in these movies when we watch them because they're made for TV, but since there's no commercials, it just goes right back into the movie. Except in this one, there are literal like six commercial breaks that are just a black screen for a minute long. Yeah, they're long. Like they didn't edit them to be brief. Which made no sense. It was like I might as well just be watching the commercials. Might as well. So, yeah, that's it. Not a good one. Don't tune in. Mm-mm. Don't fucking watch it on Amazon Prime or the Lifetime, yeah. like, app. Don't fucking do it. Not suggested. Not suggested. Um, I don't know what we're watching next time. If you are a Patreon subscriber, we are going to record an extra episode. Um, so make sure that you're at the $5 level 
um, if you want to listen to that. Yeah, what's the title of it called again? My Stepmother is an Alien. Yeah, with Dan Aykroyd and, and Kim, Kim Basinger. Basinger. Uh, I don't even know what that noise that was. was. That was a butt noise. Oh, he, no. He did it. He did it. He did it, it might have been a snore. Sometimes mm-hmm. he snores the sound. Okay. Well. All right. We have to go breathe. Yeah. We, um, <sighs> no. God. What a day. Jesus Christ. So anyway, see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.